Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. It's Thursday and we have a book club episode. Are we doing this right, by the way? Like, is this how book? I've never been in it's a book like club. It's like your wedding. There are no rules. You guys can do it do however whatever you want to do want. it. Okay. Are people enjoying this? Like, are we getting any feedback? <laughs> have, you done, have you done one of these, haven't you? Yeah, so okay. you've so gotten do great half a feedback. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Yes, you've gotten great feedback. Everyone right. loves it. We've right. gotten lots of DMs. Have you given Hannah her index card yet? I have not given Hannah her index card yet. I'm looking forward to that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it brings some excitement to my life. Yeah. <laughs> it will. It brought me the love of my life. I know. I'm so excited. I just feel like Tanya's more open to receiving the love of her life my, than Hannah is. My goal for my 24th year in life is to be more open-minded. So To dating? Yeah, just in general. Oh, in general. Hmm. I love that. So I think this is a good time. Yep. Everyone Why are you laughing? This is very. <laughs> no, no, Everyone thinks sound... I'm so close-minded and me. I, know, I, I don't think so you're either of those things. No, I, I think. But just those the things. way you talk, you're just kind of talking like this. Like you don't really, you don't sound passionate about this. I'm just a monotone person. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> no, I just know the person that gets to be with you, Hannah, is going to be very lucky. Whether this index card brings him in. Or you call in the one, or you just have a kismet connection. I, Anna, I love that. Anna, honestly, <laughs> I think you would really benefit from calling in the one because it, it does encourage you to like block out all those things. Like, would you do a workbook for seven weeks? I would. Oh. It's so good. It's, it's like therapy. It. It's like therapy in a book I that you that. do on your own. I'll do it and I'll report back. It's really good. 
I would do it again. Why? Because it helped me just like figure out a lot of stuff in my brain. Hmm. Yeah, do you recommend people in relationships do calling in the wine? Honestly, I don't know. Cause it's like, <laughs> I, but I do think it helped me like, kind of like, it makes you realize all these packs that you made. Like I remember I made a pact with Andy, this guy that used to work with us, um, <laughs> that if like by 40, we weren't, neither one of us were married. We would marry each other. And like having those packs is actually like really bad. Cause it's putting out into the universe that like, you're not going to be married until you're 40. And so you have to go back and kind of like dissolve all these like, did you have those? Yeah. Oh. I called Andy and told him we cannot marry each other. <laughs> and he's like, I have a girlfriend. I've had a girlfriend for like three years. Tanya, I wouldn't die for like a rom-com based on your stories. Like it would be so good. That scene alone, like you being like, I have to make the call. And you're like all nervous. Like he's going to be heartbroken. And you call it and you're like. I just had to let you know, like, we have to dissolve our pact. Yeah, he's like, like, we cannot get married if we are single by the age of 40. <laughs> he's like, I'm engaged. <laughs> <laughs> the pact he is was. long yeah. dissolved. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I figured so. Um, I'm with, I have a girlfriend that I've been dating for I don't know how many years. I was like, he's okay, so now. just so we're clear, <laughs> just so we're clear that this arrangement is dissolved. Haley said she'd watch a show, like, based around you. So maybe, like, she <laughs> can produce it and direct it because... There's a success story here. Yeah, but like you you have you have all these things that you did and that you did in your like teens and 20s that put all that bad juju out there and you have to go back and correct it. I encourage scrubbers to go through YouTube and see some of the old Tanya Rad videos that are out there from the morning show like the date with a snowboarder and stuff like that. They're so funny. And they're so but it's still so one. Tanya. The one where she this isn't a dating one but at the haunted house. That's a good one. That's a good so yeah, yeah, that was Great classic Tanya Rad <laughs> from the past also, 10 years. I love Ryan making you spit out your gum. That was another one oh, of my favorite yeah, ones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was also thinking about this. So last week when we were in the studio, you were talking about how y'all used to sit like way closer to each other. Like yeah. everyone's a little closer. And you were like, oh, yeah, it's so nice now. I have my own little oasis over there, my space. And it was making, it made me think about how like certain, in certain situations, even though generally with certain people, you love to be right next to them. There are also situations where you do like your space. You're not always consistently needing to be next to the person. The pandemic changed me. Mm, I think. So during the pandemic and like when we were doing the podcast at your house, it was very encouraged that I sat on the same side of the desk with you. Yes, but you're like family to me. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So yes. it's different people because I think what's been portrayed on Instagram and social media about me, like from your perspective, is that I don't like physical touch or hugs. But like with Haley, I have like no limit like I never need space I'm like totally fine I think it's just like I think in just general digging and, that hole deeper no no away. I'm saying I almost think when it's forced upon you it like oh, so I, I have to play hard to get with you we're so far past that well no I yeah I think we're I think if you tried to play hard to get I'd be like oh she's trying to get my attention which would make me which would make not you what unreceptive oh my god so you know so your best option is to just force it on me, I guess, if yeah. you want it. Um, but I was just thinking about the the difference because people are like, well, Becca's love language is definitely not like physical touch, but that is physical touch and quality time are like my two top love languages in my relationship, which I think is so interesting. It is interesting. Because 
how people think of me based on what you post. They're like, dang, Haley must be lonely. <laughs> She's begging for She's a touch. She's begging for attention. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, Tanya also gets like that. Just depends on who it is. I think the pandemic changed me. I think when, like, I remember when we came back in for the first time, the studio, I was like, oh, so many people are really close to me. This feels weird. I did. Yeah. But not for like people such as me. Correct. Yeah. Lucky so, ones like lucky you. Girls lucky girls like Lucky, me. lucky girls like you. Um, so the chapters that you were encouraged to read for this week of book club. Yes, teacher. Were, were parts nine, dragons, through part 13, imagine. Can I tell you? And so... Again, I'm not so great with this book club and the fact that I should probably take better notes. Like I should write down like what page my quotes came from. I'll do better next week. But there was a quote that I want to talk about. Okay. Because it was so good. Destruction is essential to construction. If we want to build the new, we must be willing to let the old burn. Mm. How good is that? In order to create, in order to construction, construct something new, it requires destruction. It requires getting rid of the old, burning it down, letting it die. <laughs> Did not hit you the way it hit me? I think it's, it. well, it's similar into, it, it's always like, it's just what you were talking about, how you made these packs with, these people. Yes. And you have to go back and destruct them to build something new. To build your future. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, Becca. That's exactly <laughs> it. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh-smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. 
I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive. Like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Well, I think it's true. I think a lot of times I even think that sometimes this might be going too deep into it. But, you know, when uh, if if a relationship isn't working out because let's say one person has like trauma that they're trying to work through or they have habits or patterns that they it it's so unhealthy for the relationship that the relationship eventually ends. Right. Yeah. Until that person fixes that pattern and destructs that pattern they can't even have a healthy relationship with someone new because if you're continually bringing these unhealthy things into the next relationship, then it's always going to end with destruction. Right. And I think that when Glennon's talking about it, she's basically talking about the end of her marriage. And it was like, she kind of had to destruct everything to rebuild the life she has now. Correct. And that meant taking the risk of her family's approval, her kids' approval, her friends' approval, just anyone who was following her. She was a she was like an established author at this point. Yeah. Had written about her marriage and the struggles and them rebuilding it. And while she's at a conference promoting the book that's about the reconstruction of her marriage. I know, but do you know what I found so interesting too is that she was more concerned about like the storyline of her book being messed up than like her actual life. Like I feel like she was more concerned that the way that she had written it, the way that her book portrayed her life and how it played out is not in actuality, how it was happening. And she was like more upset that her story was failing than her life. But that's so exactly how it feels when, when you're living for other people's expectations, right? You're like, this isn't how things are supposed to play out and this wasn't what my life was supposed to look like according to other people that I'm trying to please. Yeah. So if I make this decision for myself, then I'm going to let all those people down and I'm going to ruin my story that Mm -hmm. I'm writing Mm -hmm. or that's supposed to be written about me. Yeah. I had that big time. It was like this, like, wait, my whole story was that I was a virgin who went on the bachelor 
twice and got dumped. And now I'm searching for love to find my happily ever after with a man to have to get married and have this grand wedding and have babies with. And obviously when my life took such a sharp left turn, it was like, how do I navigate that? How do I navigate disappointing people's expectations of what it was supposed to be? And and like, honestly, disappointing my own expectations because other people's expectations became my own expectations. Right. You know, I took that on and I was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to want. So this is what I'm going to do for my life. I can be content. I think not knowing what love felt like was at my advantage because I was content enough. And I was like, I can find happiness. I can find joy now that I know what love feels like and what it feels like to be in a relationship where you're like obsessed with someone. It could never be like that again. Yeah. But at that time, I was like, I can make this work. I don't think I can fall in love the way other people fall in love. Like, I'm just not capable of it. Yeah. So like I find someone who treats me well and Mm -hmm. we have a great life together. Oh my God, and you're in such a power position. I Could was you in imagine? such a power position. I know. I was in oh such my a power gosh. Not being in love makes you like... Powerful. Powerful. <laughs> it does. Love is like the the most like powerful thing in both ways. Yeah. Like it's a double-edged sword sometimes. Do you but agree? That, no, because I think I would never want to trade being in love for anything. But... Because you had never felt it, I was like, damn, like, this is like you, you've got it good. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, you, you can't experience heartbreak without, it's like the same thing that they talk, when they talk about grief, like how the reason people experience grief is because they love so much. So like, when you don't experience love you don't experience heartbreak which gives you a sense of confidence and power that you can't be destructed yeah so like I learned a very hard lesson on what it looked like to like destruct expectations and my story and like disappoint people which is my biggest fear at that time that was another note that I made was Glennon equals Becca with her irrational desire to please everybody yeah I know it's it's like so debilitating. It really is. Like to live your life and and I think everything changed when I met Haley because I never had to make those decisions. I kind of always chose like what's going to be the easier route for what people think of me. You know, what's going to be like the easier thing for where people are going to be pleased with me or like happy with me. You said that you still feel that now. Like you st- you said like you you're paralyzed, you don't post stuff on Instagram cuz you're scared of what people are going to say or think. Oh, I think that's more of like I don't know if people listening can relate to this, but there's like, I don't know if it's Southern culture or Christian culture, but you kind of grow up and it's like making sure that you present a certain way. And like, I think that I've always carried that. I think I'll always carry that with me. I just think sometimes I like when I see you post stuff and you're just kind of like, it's me, whatever, who cares? I love Robbie's tongue out and I don't care what anyone thinks about that like even if it's like even if people have a reaction my brain's like if I got a DM or like someone messaged me about it I think I'd be like oh I should take that down right but is that not wanting to please people yeah I mean I think so interesting I think we're getting somewhere well I'm definitely a people pleaser still Yeah. I mean, it's not like it just goes away. I think I can work on things and do things that are for me. 
But I think like the core of who I am as a people pleaser, I can always improve on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's a couple of years of therapy doesn't take that away. <laughs> but one of my favorite parts of uh, Untamed is when Glennon talks about meeting Abby for the first time. Yeah. And she talks about how she's at this conference promoting her book. And she knows that her marriage is like in shambles, but she's written this book about how they're rebuilding it and, you know, going to power through with the love that they have. And then Abby walks in and Glennon said she just felt this feeling that there was like this voice in her head that was just, it was like, there she is. And she was like, I didn't know where that was or like who said it or where it came from, but it was just like, there she is. And I think I had that moment. Like I remember when I saw Haley the first time, I didn't know what it was. I just remember like this very distinct feeling of like, oh, there she is. Kind of there she is. And was that when you met her at the album, at her album yeah, release party? But, but I think in my mind, I just was like, oh, there she is. Like she's, she's the star of the show. It's her party, you know? But I think even though I tried to set her up with my sister and I was trying, I think there was, I knew in my gut at that moment, I think that there was something. Really? Yeah. Like when I think about it now, I think I go back to that feeling. And even we left the party and then we went back. And I remember she came over and danced with me. And I was like, just happy to see her again. I'm sorry. You left the party and came back? We left her album release party. To went go to where? Warwick. And then went back? And Dean was with us. And they wouldn't let Dean in the like section because it was like these guys just like wanting girls there. Oh. And so we were like, we're leaving. And then we went back to her party. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And then I told Lauren Harege that I ha- we had a mutual friend who was a makeup artist. <laughs> And I, you say her name. I think how it's is it? Howdigy. Oh, Howdigy? Howdigy. Howdigy. Oh, Lauren Howdigy from Fifth Harmony. <laughs> formerly Fifth Harmony. Yes, formerly. Where did I get her name? That's not, no one's ever said it like that. I've not. never heard anybody call her Haragi. Her name has been pronounced every possible way. Oh, really? I think. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Howdigy. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I just, I resonate so much. I remember the first time I, I read Untamed, I was like, wow, I love this. I think so many people relate to this when they meet their person. Yeah. Whether it's like the VTs that you had mm-hmm. and you felt like you knew like he was going to be in your life, you know, long term. Yeah. It I- is interesting. I remember walking into Black Liquor Market and seeing him like, and it's going to sound so cheesy, but like I really, he took my breath away. When you saw him? Yeah. Person? Yeah. Oh. Like it was weird. And he's just like sitting in a booth at like a bar. Did y'all get up and, and he's hug? wearing like a, I think he was wearing like a navy sweater or something. I think you're right because I remember we this on the newlywed game. Oh, did we? Yeah, yeah, you said he was wearing a navy sweater. Yeah. How long did y'all talk on Hinge before y'all met? Like uh, a week. Okay. Did y'all get up and like hug each other? Yeah. We got and like when you hugged, was it like oh that felt like home? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say home, but <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll go with it. <laughs> um, I love that. Should we take a break? Let's take a break. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh-smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. All right, we are back. So um, chapter 11 is called Feel. And there's a part in that where she she says a woman like at that meeting told her that you have to feel everything to be fully human, even if it hurts. Mm-hmm. And Glennon always thought that you were just supposed to feel happiness and then you were, you hide everything else. And I, I was like, oh, I totally feel, I get that feeling so much. <laughs> like just be happy and like everything else, just sweep it under the rug. You can ignore it. It'll go away. I always get, um, I don't know what the word is for it, but like, when you're upset about something or you're sad about something and then you're like, but there's people who don't even have food and don't even have a home. And like, I always feel like my woes are so like minimal or 
like not relevant or, you know, I don't know. I always feel like they're not justified because I have food and I have shelter and like I have all those necessities that a lot of people don't have. And so like I have that, I think it is, it's called something. I don't know what it is, but like I always feel bad, feeling bad about things I feel bad about, which is like not what you should be able to just like feel how you feel. Well, I think the reality is that especially in everyone in this room, there's always going to be someone who has it worse than us. Like we're, you know, I think we could all, anything that we do, we can say, well, I shouldn't be complaining about that because someone else has it way worse. Mm -hmm. But I do think there there's challenges in life where they're valid, whether someone's always going to have it worse, you know, and you can still go through things. I think having perspective, though, is really a blessing because I don't think everyone I think a lot of people complain without even having awareness of like it could be so much worse so I think there's just finding a balance Jojo and I were talking about that how she posted something she was having a really hard time when they were building their house it was like she was really frustrated and she was like I feel so bad complaining because I have it so good and I'm like that's true right and also like this is probably really this is frustrating and stressful yeah for anyone who would who would be doing this you know right right and it's like, I think even just having a heart that recognizes that is what what means what's important because you can always go back to like someone has a worse. And then in that same chapter, she talks about like taking pain and turning it, turning it into something positive. And I feel like that's also like a really good perspective to have too, because I feel like sometimes, you know, life is peaks and valleys and you have to go through the peaks to get to the valleys and you have to go the val- through the valleys to get to the peaks. Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I reversed that. You have to go through the peaks to get to the valleys. I'm no, sorry. Valleys to-, <laughs> to get to the peaks. Uh, um, but that I feel like was really interesting. And I feel like that's what I try to do with my dear future husband journal was like, whenever I was going on those horrible dates, I would try and like reverse it into something positive and like write about like the person that was going to be my husband and how he was going to treat me. And I feel like that got me through a lot of the dating like mishaps and train wrecks and keeping that positive perspective. What are you going to do with the dear future husband journey journal? Is that yours forever? Yeah. It's actually in my apartment right now. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have to make the move. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you have a box of things with all your, uh, like just Robbie stuff? I have a Robbie box. Yes. Okay. Do you have a Haley box? A small one. Really? I recently started. I have yeah. a giant one. <laughs> that checks out. Yeah. That it's tracks. actually broken. It's, there's so much stuff in it. I need to get a new one. How big is it? Pretty big. It's like a butterfly box. And it's like, <laughs> um, I don't know. How would you how like this, this wide and about like this tall? It's pretty big. What's in there? That What's could, not in there? could fill it up like that. So much stuff. Every card, every letter. Um... Uh, there was like a magazine, a Vegas magazine that put our picture in it from like the Delilah opening. So I kept like the magazine. (laughs) There's like a couple, um, Christmas ornaments. Uh, are you going to pare this down or are you you just going to keep adding to it? You know, it's interesting because I don't think I can keep adding to it. Uh, it sounds like a chunk of it could probably go. And it's also the majority of it is from like our early days. Oh, there's, um, 
um, uh, what are they called? Menus from like the restaurants that we okay. made in COVID. Yeah, those could go. No, that I made for COVID. Oh yeah, okay, that was cute. Like Sonzia's Rest- restaurant, oh, and, like yeah. the menu, and like the massage parlor menu, and then oh, and then I have the painting that he painted of me, the very first painting he painted of me. I feel it looks like-, like Donald Trump with braces. <laughs> Yeah, it was a artistic take on your yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you could make a really cute scrapbook. Like year the years of like y'all dating and just like glue those on into a book so that Yeah, like I have to do something with them and you're right. I should go through it because there's a lot of yeah. like post-its and stuff that I don't necessarily need, like the post-its. But I want to keep all the like the early cards before we said I love you, you know, where it's just like cheers and like, <laughs> best. like you know, yeah, best and like <laughs> You're a rock star. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like all the stuff you say in the very early days before you say I love you. Like I definitely want to keep all those. Like, that's so funny. You're a rock star. Yeah. Like I remember our first live show that we did in San Francisco. He sent me a bottle of champagne to the hotel. And that was what? When was that? January? Yeah. It was in January. January 2020. Yeah. So yeah. we'd been dating for two months. And so the card on it said like, congrats. You're such a rock star. Cheers, Robbie. Or something like that. Like, <laughs> Regards, Robbie. Regards. <laughs> Warmly, Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to save like all that would, stuff. Yeah. I feel like you could do some really cute stuff with that. Yeah. I Do you ever feel like uh, sometimes Haley and I will talk about high school days or like when we were younger and I sometimes I get not sad, but sometimes I go like, oh, I feel like nostalgic wishing nostalgic wishing that we knew each other then. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes I wish I could just have a day of like going back and like seeing each other in high school <laughs> with her like punk rock, weird haircut and my teased hair. Yeah. And I like get that, you know, like who we were just like would we have even like would we have even connected, you know? Right, right, right. Because sometimes she talks about her high school self and I'm like, mm. like I would have been like. <laughs> I have so much gratitude that Allison did not know me in high school. She would really? never, we, we've talked about this. She would never spoken to me. Really? Give me the, yeah. Give me the time of day. Nothing. So I'm so glad we can't do that. Right. Because now she's you met in, when you did for a reason. Exactly. I do believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I do believe that you meet, but the invisible string theory, which is that actually people were in the same spot and then there was always that string because you and Robbie, your invisible string was like at the Mayborn, right? Yeah, in the courtyard. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's true. I know we were talking about engagement photos, like where to do the engagement photos. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we should do them at the Mayborn. And he was like, we can't have everything at the same place. And I'm like, but that's our invisible string. You get married to the Mayborn. Right, right. Like, everything's in this courtyard. Yeah. Like every piece Actually, that'd of everything. Actually, that'd be a pretty wedding spot where you got engaged. I know. I was thinking about that too, actually. Like, um, how many people can fit on this roof? Yeah. <laughs> how many can this hold? Yeah. People can all rent the rooms and watch from the balconies. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. I was, yeah, the invisible string. I don't know if Haley and I had an invisible string. Think about it. You, you guys should, that should did. be your homework. You guys should think about it because you probably do. Because we, we found three, I think, for us. So I bet you did. You just haven't come up with it yet. I'm sure there was time you've crossed paths without realizing it. Think about it. That should be your homework for the next podcast. Well, I mean, she watched The Bachelor. She, like... I mean, that's not nothing. Not nothing. Yeah, exactly. That's not nothing. That's not nothing. Yeah. It's like an invisible fling. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So proud. (laughs) Like, yeah. 
Okay, so I think that should be your homework, that you and Haley should really get to thinking and find the invisible string that was tying you guys together before you met. So that means like you were in a certain place at the same time. What does that entail? So like it's subjective, you know, it's interpretive. So okay. whatever that means to you guys. So we just make up our own rules. I mean, I think so. Actually, uh, after we got engaged at the champagne toast, Raquel pulled Robbie and I aside and she's like, I will never forget 10 years ago, us sitting out in front of this fountain right here that we're looking at praying. It was after I'd gone through a really bad heartbreak and Raquel's like, we were praying about her future husband. And like, now you're here. Well, there is a funny, the way I found out that Haley watched The Bachelor is that she did a full skit like hiking and it was basically her recreating one of my conversations from oh, The Bachelor. Oh, that's, that's an invisible that's string. That's an invisible yeah. string. For so, sure. So she had told me she didn't watch my season. She was like, oh right, no, I didn't watch cool. those. And then I went back way deep and stalked her and I found this video of her hiking and I'm trying to find it right now. And she's like reenacting and I'm like, this feels like you were kind of like making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> and then she came clean. So that is like that's an a invisible good one. String. Yes, I'll take that one. For we'll sure. take that. But it's not. It's but, but, kind of like, but do you see how she's being drawn to you subconsciously? Yes. See, exactly. Right. It's one thing if she had seen the show. That would, that would that is something because not everybody in the world watches The Bachelor. So that would be something. Mm -hmm. But the fact that she was so drawn to you in a conversation you had that she felt the need to recreate it on social media. I think that's a string. Even though she was kind of like making fun of me. Fine. It doesn't matter. She was drawn. <laughs> to Oh, my she gosh. That's like you. what you do yeah. when you have a crush. You make fun mm -hmm. of them. You popped to her. Popped. Like popped out, oh. you know? <laughs> well, whatever y'all think, I I don't know. Isn't it just so pretty to think all along there was some invisible string tying you to me? I'm going to try and find it. All right. So for next week, we're going to do chapter 14, let it go. Let it burn. Let it burn <laughs> all the way to goals. Let it burn to goals. Let it burn to goals. And with that said, we will be back on Monday. And we love you very much. And we love you so much. Have a wonderful weekend. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit we're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself.
Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.